0: It's no secret that more and more people are struggling with their mental health these days. And frankly, the studies are showing that very few people are seeing results. Well, welcome back to the Heal the Hurt Podcast. Today, I'm going to share with you why I think that is. And I'm going to give you three counterintuitive ways to look at mental health awareness. And I think with these tips, you're going to be able to get the progress and the solutions that you deserve because i think it's these 3 things that are keeping people from achieving what they deserve now for all of you don't forget please take advantage of my free online magazine many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey they can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight www.thegreatnessuniversity.com. It is filled with free videos, free articles, book recommendations, free exercise downloads to walk you through this mental health journey that we're all on trying to get better. It is a wonderful free resource for you to get solutions to anything and everything, all of my content and as I said, many of uh, you know recommendations to other people's content that I think is fantastic that are all part of this journey and and I want you to have access to. So again, please check that out www.thegreatnessuniversity.com. Now, let's get started with these three counterintuitive tips. And well, what's the first thing we're kind of taught or everyone's helping us to try and achieve? A life with no pain, right? And how are they going about that? Well, basically they're canceling the whole world out. They're trying to stop anything that would cause you pain. Well, I'm here to tell you that's the problem. (laughs) The problem with the mental health field is everyone's trying to get you to avoid pain? The answer is in the opposite. We need to become experts in seeking out pain. And I have many ways to prove it to you. The first one is this, all right? This is gonna be so obvious, you'll, I'll convert you immediately. <laughs> what does every single CEO, athlete, politician, actor, actress, anybody who's ever achieved anything? When they tell you their story of how they achieved it, what do they tell you? They tell you how they had this incredible cataclysmic event with horrific pain, some sort of problem that they couldn't overcome. It was killing them, destroying their work, their efforts, and they figured out the solution. In other words, it was their pain that drove them to the success. And here's what's heartbreaking about this whole culture of canceling everyone out and trying to get everyone, oh, never make me feel bad and you're the problem and I'm always the victim and you need to change so I never feel bad. What does every single person then say once they've achieved all this success? Oh my God, I, I, I'd never want my kids to go through this. Like, did you not just hear yourself? The only reason you're now leading this multi-gazillionaire company the best athlete, the best musician, the best at whatever you're doing is because you learned how to overcome your pain. And yet you would never want that for your child. (laughs) That's like severe abuse. Yeah, I want my child to suffer and never get the answer and live in misery. And so I'm going to make dang sure. See, I started this foundation over here to make sure that kids never feel pain and therefore they never get the answer. Only I i am the only one who will ever have the answer because I'm the only one who learned how to navigate the pain. But these kids, I don't want ever them to go through it. And that's what's sad is they don't even realize. Now that is not their intent. Of course, we don't want anyone to suffer, but that's just not life. That's not real. That's not realistic. It's not helpful. It's not hopeful. The solution to life always has and always will be to conquer our pain. The reason the world suffers is nobody's taught us how. Where I've been for centuries, we've been taught to avoid it. And I have a pinnacle story that'll prove it's been around for thousands of years and billions of people have followed this Person in this message and they've missed the message. They've taught it wrong for thousands of years. Now, whether you believe in God or Christianity or Catholicism or any of the religions, doesn't matter. Take this story for the story itself, and it proves my point. And this story is the story of Jesus. What was his life filled with misery and persecution? And what was he known as? the perfect human being who had nothing but faith and trust in his father, the almighty God. Yet his life with, with this, you know, perfect person, perfect entity at his side, he still suffered greatly. Now, what happened to Jesus? This perfect human being who never made no mistake, Well, after suffering all of that misery, eventually he gets nailed to the cross. And what does he scream out? Dear Lord, why have you forsaken me? Or how dare you forsake me? However, the words were said. But do you see what he said in that moment? In that moment, he had finally admitted the truth. Even he didn't believe in his father. Do you see that? Because why is he questioning? If he has total faith, he would know, oh, pain is good. My whole life's been filled with misery. I trust my father. He's going to put me through this. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC. Because this is what's given me the solution, the answer. But no, he didn't believe. And so what did he have to do? He had to have a cataclysmic event with pain on the cross for him to see the truth. Oh my God, the solution was to admit that all along, even I didn't trust my father. And the second he did, he could give himself to the cross and rise again. And that's the resurrection for all of us. Whether you believe or not, this isn't a spiritual message. You can make it if that's, for, if that's what you want, you can make it. But if you're agnostic or atheist, the, the, the message is still true for you. The resurrection always comes for all of us when we get to the other side of pain yet everyone's saying avoid your pain it's wrong you don't get anywhere unless you become an expert in your pain it's the solution to everything but nobody knows how to do it and that's why i wrote this book your journey to success this is the path this show literally i show you this is how you face your pain because no one had ever written the book that's what i realized i couldn't get to the other side because everyone's trying to get me to be happy be positive There's a couple other things we're going to get to that's robbing you of the solution that everyone's teaching. And the answer's in the opposite. And until we start teaching this, our mental health will suffer and it's exploding. Look at what's happening in our mental health. Addiction is on the rise, obesity is on the rise, illness and disease are on the, everything's on the rise. Yet we have all these pills and medicine is advanced, yet everything's getting worse, why? because we keep teaching, oh, everyone's the victim. Don't make anyone upset. Don't make them conquer their pain. Now, I would never advocate abuse, but much of this stuff is, oh, I don't like that word. You need to change, that word isn't nice. Come on, really, a word? Look, words hurt, but it's up to me to navigate that. It's not to change you. I'll get to why that's so important in a minute. The bottom line is this every person who's ever succeeded, they will tell you the only reason they succeeded and the happiest moment of their life is how they conquered the problem they were struggling with. And yet, we're teaching everyone with mental health problems, anyone with emotional problems, the exact opposite. Don't face your pain. Take a pill. Work out. Eat more. Smoke pot, we're advocating, go become stoners. Oh, you can't have anxiety, depression. All of these things are emotional pain. And we're telling people just medicate it with food, exercise, work, dogs, cats, pot, pills, anything, but develop the skills and tools to navigate their pain. Well, you want to fix this crisis? You want to start getting people to have results? Start teaching them this, how to become an expert. Give them the skill, knowledge, skills, and tools that's in my book. Now, I'm not saying you have to buy my book. I'm sure there are thousands of other teachers. Go find a teacher that teaches you how to navigate your pain and not avoid it. Don't look, any teacher that gives you an out, run from them. They just want a codependent dynamic to keep you next to them. You need a teacher that's going to show you how to get out of it and become an expert in it. And the way they do that is they will give you the process to go head first and get out the other side and do it with safety and conviction. That's what my book does. That's what my process does. That's what any good teacher does. They don't teach you how to avoid pain. And that's what we're doing as a society. We're trying to create this whole victim society where nobody deals with their pain. And they just say, you you fix it, you be different. You change, I'm not gonna gonna deal with me. I'm gonna stay in denial, I'm gonna stay the victim and I'm gonna blame you. Well, that's why all illness, disease, weight, everything is on the rise. We're handling it in the opposite way of what it needs to be done. Now, the second way or third way that this is true is bringing up the weight issue. Dr. Filetti was doing a groundbreaking study on um, people who would yo-yo. They put them on you know, diets, exercise, all of this. And as John Bradshaw points out in his book about shame, the biggest scam in the world are the, um, any, any type of weight loss program. They're all a scam. The bottom line is this, we eat because we're in emotional pain. That's it. You want to lose weight, Diet, exercise, for the most part, waste of time. You're, it's just like taking, you know, medication. You're you're trying to deal with the symptoms. You're not dealing with the cause. You eat because you're in pain. And Dr. Folletti figured that out, working with, you know, it was what was it twenty thousand people on this weight study, and finally he has this woman in his office who had just come off one of her, you know, binge and purge and lost all the weight, he was gaining it all back and asking her questions as to what's going on. And she looks at him and she goes, doc, don't you realize we eat because we're in pain? He basically scrapped the study, switched everything. It became what's known as the Adverse Childhood Experience Study. And this study is groundbreaking. It was done over 20 years ago and it's been replicated worldwide with the exact same results. And you know what it shows? 70% of us have been through horrific trauma, 70%. And of that 70%, people 88% have been through two or more experiences of horrific trauma. What does that tell you? Our society through childhood has been through horrific trauma. Now, the problem is, we don't talk about it and people don't recognize that yeah if I grew up with an addict that's horrific trauma I'm being abandoned there are all these all of these side effects to growing up with domestic abuse divorce in the home somebody who has uh, their own mental health and emotional issues all of these have an effect on us and because we don't have the mental, we haven't taught how to navigate any of this. People don't have the skills and tools to get through it. And then our society advocates, stay away from pain, don't talk about it, don't deal with it. And so what happens? We become, this is number two, this the, the counterintuitive step number two. We need to become emotionally literate because we are emotionally illiterate because of this dynamic. We don't know what childhood trauma is. People don't even realize this, that you go, mom, let's play. No, not right now. You kids are driving me crazy. That's trauma. That's an abandonment in that moment. That's an assault on us. But it feels like this, put a piece of paper on your hand. Ah, what's the big deal? And I can feel it hit my hand, but if I hold my hand still, all of a sudden I don't feel the piece of paper. And then dad comes home, dad, dad, oh my God, great to see you. Whoa, kids, back off, I'm dirty, don't touch me right now. Now, dad just doesn't want the kids to get dirty. But what the kids hear is, oh my God, I'm a bad kid for wanting to hug my father. There's another piece of trauma. Dad, can we throw the football? No, 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 not right now, I need a break, I need a beer before we do that. Boom, more rejection. Mom, is dinner ready, kids, I told you, I'd let you know when dinner, go out and play. You guys are driving me crazy, quit bugging me more trauma, those are traumatic moments, but we minimize them, suppress them. No, that's not trauma, Kenny. Yes, there are times when we're hit or something like that. Yes, we all know those, but all these little moments, mom was late to the game, dad didn't show up for the game. All of these little things add these little bit of traumas and then we become an adult, we go through a divorce. Wow, that's a big one. Maybe you do suffer an abuse, another big one. All of these keep piling up. And this is the emotional illiteracy. Studies show 70% of adults don't even feel. They don't feel. They're not in touch that they're carrying around all of this childhood trauma, completely oblivious to it, that they've been carrying it their whole life. This is now the new normal. And so they don't recognize the pain that they're in. This is the burden on society. This is why we stuff ourselves at nine o'clock at night with a bowl of ice cream or Cheetos or whatever it is, or that third glass of wine at dinner when we know we shouldn't have it. That right there. Now, what's the next piece? It's not mental health awareness. Do you hear how false that is? What are we struggling with? Our feelings. We don't feel right. We feel sad, anxious, depressed. All these are feelings. But mental gives us a detachment. It's like a a machine. And then I don't have to feel because what do we ultimately feel if I have mental health problems? There must be something bad or defective about me. I don't want anyone to know. Like most of my clients don't want anyone to know that they're working with me. That's heartbreaking. Do you see what that says? There's something defective and wrong with me. And so what we're experiencing, if I feel, if I do you hear what we're saying, I feel defective or wrong, that's a feeling. It's not mental health problems. It's emotional health. We won't call things what they are. We are all struggling from emotional health issues. We won't call things what they are. It's not a mental health problem. It's an emotional health problem. We are not stressed. This is another thing. This is what we do, the, and see, we're doing this. This is what we're advocating. Don't call things what they are. The definition of stress, look it up anywhere, and it describes the fight or flight response. Whenever you are stressed, you are literally scared to death. But because we, we are emotionally illiterate, we're emotionally underdeveloped, we can't admit that. Just like this whole cancel culture. I can't admit That it's my emotions that are a problem. So I need you to change. I need you to talk differently. I need you to believe what I believe. And look, whatever you want to call yourself or whatever you want to believe about your life, you get your reality. You get to have it. But we get to have ours too. Whichever side of any argument you're on, everyone gets to have their side. Because ultimately, you can't legislate fairness. Whose definition are we going to use? Yours or mine? Do you see? no one wins so there's only one solution both get to have theirs now I agree I might find some offensive but I find them offensive you may not so do I get to decide for you because if you want to decide for me that means I get to decide for you it's not a one-way street no one said you were God and no one said I was God we have to coexist but because of a lack of emotional health Emotional awareness, because we're emotionally illiterate, we all play the victim cancel culture. No, you need to be different. You need to say it the way I want it said so I don't feel uncomfortable. You can't call it fear because I don't have the emotional strength to hear the word fear. So please call it stress. Dear God, I love Tony Robbins. He has saved millions of people's lives, but he drives me insane. In all of his programs, he said, the single most important thing is your state. Whether you want to succeed in business or anything, change your state. Well, what's a state? It's the way you feel. But what happens, he's brilliant. Like he's one of the greatest salesperson ever because all of his terms are emotionally ambiguous. They create no emotional fear while all of mine create fear. (laughs) I call things what they are. And so I, you know, a lot of people get offended by me because I'm, this part of my problem, you know, I don't know if it's a problem, but. People would either love me or hate me because I call it what it is because I recognized people like Tony weren't helping people. Because if you call it a state, what do people think? Georgia, Texas, Florida. They don't recognize, no, it's my emotions, that the CEO who's taking his million dollar business program doesn't recognize, wait a minute, I need to go gain emotional mastery. I need to learn this. This is my secret. But we don't like that term, especially, you know, we have all these, because we're emotionally illiterate and emotionally underdeveloped, we can't admit that we have feelings. And so we call it a state. And that creates what I call the scales of injustice. All of us are in massively high denial. We won't call things what they are. We won't deal with the truth. We won't admit that we all are manipulative and trying to control people and get them to think and believe what we want. And when we're in massive denial, the reason we do that is we have low self-esteem. I can't admit the truth that my beliefs are meant to control you because I don't want to deal with me. I don't want to admit that I went through childhood trauma. I don't want to admit that I need to deal with my emotions. I don't want to admit that we feel before we think. I don't want to, I don't want to deal with any of that. That's denial. When there's denial, there's no truth. And, and why is there no truth? Because I don't have the self-love, self-awareness and self-esteem to accept the truth about what I think, feel and believe. And so our life, and this is why addiction is on the rise, obesity is on the rise, illness and disease, everything is on the rise and and all the billions we've spent on pills and everything isn't working because we're not addressing the issue. Everyone's in massively high denial, has no emotional awareness, no skill, therefore low self-esteem. And so what happens when we tell the truth, I'm scared? I'm petrified, I'm not stressed. I'm feeling incredibly inadequate right now. And then when I tell you the truth, that it's not a state, it's my emotional awareness. Once we get into truth, look at what happens. Self-esteem rises, self-love rises, denial drops. I can admit that I'm perfectly imperfect, that I have weaknesses and they don't make me bad. I can admit that I'm struggling with my emotional health, not my mental health, that it is my feelings that scare me to death, that I'm scared of you knowing that and sharing that. But ultimately, that's the solution. That's what we need to focus on. So, counterintuitive tip number three, this falls in that same line. We are selling this false narrative to be positive all the time, this false positivity. When again, the answer is in the opposite. They have shown repeatedly, you tell a depressed person to do affirmations and what happens? Their depression skyrockets. Why? What did I just explain? The scales of injustice, when we're in high denial, low self-esteem. A depressed person has low self-esteem. They're not liking who they are. They don't feel love for themselves, all right? And as somebody said to me on one of my posts, they're going, well, it's a chemical imbalance. Yes, you're right. It's a chemical imbalance that was brought on by trauma that's never been healed. And the repeated firing of that emotional trauma is what has the brain imbalance. That's what happens when we go through emotional trauma. It creates a, brain, a massive explosion of chemicals that creates depression, anxiety, lots of different things. One of the, one of the many things it can create. That's what the adverse childhood experience studies showed. When you go through childhood trauma, all illnesses and disease explode. That's where the source of the problem is. But because we're making about mental health instead of emotional health, because we don't want to talk about the real issue that it's childhood trauma at the heart of all of this, the scales of injustice, false positivity, low self-esteem, high denial, that must be flipped. And as part of that, you I encourage you, look up the experts on mindfulness, you know what all of them are will tell you is at the heart of being mindful? And they're showing mindfulness is great. It has a huge effect, but you know what the key ingredient to mindfulness is? It's about creating a new definition between a person's relationship with pain. So when the painful moments come up, they learn to let them pass through. I call in my book, I call it how to let it come. I mean, that's what I be, you know, really became an expert in in my own life was, recognizing, look, pain is what brings me to the solution. Once I learn to go head first at it, become an expert in navigating it, and when I feel pain, actually get excited, like, oh God, I'm this, right? When the pain comes, I'm like, I'm the Beatles, I'm Jeff Bezos, like, I'm about to conquer the world. All the great things are coming to me. I'm about to, you know, develop something great because I'm in pain. That's mindfulness. It's a completely new relationship with pain. It's one of acceptance. It's one of openness. It's one of going towards it instead of avoiding it. If you want to continue avoiding pain, you can do that. And you can contribute to the rise in disease, obesity, drug use, this new real pandemic of people smoking pot to hide their pain, drinking, drugging, all the different ways. Exercise, animals is another one. Animals are great but why are they so great? Because they soothe us emotionally. That's a wonderful pill to take, but learn the skill, gain the knowledge, skills, and tools, drop out of emotion illiteracy, gain emotional mastery. Develop the knowledge, skills, and tools, and you might enjoy an animal for the animal, not as a medication tool to avoid the pain that you're experiencing. That is it with all of these things. Learn to navigate pain. Only one way to do it. Go become an expert so you can learn how to head straight forward. And always on the other side of pain, it's like I tell every client, you're this far away from it, from the answer. You're literally that far away. You just, every time you come come up against this pain barrier, you turn the other way, you play the victim and try and get someone else to fix it for you. I'm just encouraging you to break through that wall and learn how to do it yourself. And once you do, once you have this new relationship with pain, your life transforms like that. And you can repeat it over and over. You no longer worry about pain. You no longer try and avoid it. You go right at it. And that's the secret to life right there. If you know somebody who's struggling with pain and you'd like them to become an expert, not codependently, (laughs) share this with them. Pass it on, leave me your comments, and as always, enjoy the journey.